This has been another Angry Vets broadcast. Check, check it out. Yo, 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 what is up, Tav Nation? It is your boy back in the house, Dub C. What's poppin' loppin'? Here with my boy, your favorite redhead, the man, the myth, the legend, my guy, Asher. <laughs> What's up, man? What up, what up, what up, what up, Tav Nation? Here to talk some football. Let's get it. Heck yeah, here to talk a little bit of football. Turkey Day just passed by, had some uh some tight games. They should have been tighter, but uh uh two one two-point game, one three-point game, and the other one's just an ass whooping central. <laughs> Sorry <laughs> yes, for the sake. <laughs> but uh yeah, man. So this is gonna be a pretty quick cast, everyone. We're gonna get to the rest of these games on the schedule for this week. Starting off with our Buccaneers and Colts, but not to get too far into it, really quick, since we are talking about the Colts. I owe you guys 20 push-ups uh, from last week. I said Michael Pittman was going to get over 12 points. He ended up coming up with a whomping four points. So I'm going to get big real quick while my boy Asher hits the game. I owe you guys, what, 20, right, Ash? Yes, sir. All right, so for these uh, for this Tampa Bay at Indianapolis Colts game, it's the battle of the uh, the top two uh, runners for MVP award. You got Jonathan Taylor, Tom Brady. I'm expecting to get big games out of both considering um, Tampa Bay's uh, – Rush defense, it doesn't matter who Jonathan Taylor plays. Uh, Jonathan Taylor should have a heck of a game. As far as players to look out for, I'm thinking Leonard Fournette should have a good game against Indianapolis based off what Indianapolis' pass defense did um, last week against Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen. So I'm looking for Leonard Fournette to uh, break open this game. As far as the Indianapolis side of the ball, um, uh, the reason Corey's doing push-ups in the background is because he – he thought he was going to get over 12 points. Well, I actually am taking him to get over 12 points this, this week against Tampa Bay. I think Mike Pittman bounces back from an off week. Um, so it should be a good game on both sides. Can't wait to see what Jonathan Taylor and Tom Brady can put on put on a show for us. All right, tomorrow, man. I didn't hear anything you said. I was doing push-ups. But... No, you're good. No, I just highlighted I highlighted Jonathan Taylor and uh, Tom Brady as MVP um, favorites. And then I talked about Mike Pittman and Leonard Fournette on right, both sides of the ball. Feel like you had it. Moving into our next game. Shout out to our boy Alex and the Panthers taking on the Dolphins. I'm calling Dolphins with the upset right here. 20 push-ups. I don't know why I'm doing oh, yeah. No, I'm not. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm not going to get scammed. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah, man, let's get into it. Chris McCaffrey's been looking really good, even with Cam back. Uh, he had his fantasy stuff numbers last week. He's going to do it again against a weak, weak Miami Dolphins defense that's not really doing too much anything outside of stopping the uh, pass game. So, uh, I have to I have to agree. I think Carolina has a favorable matchup against Miami. Uh, Miami's not a great team whatsoever. I think Christian McCaffrey should be able to have a heck of a game, a Chris McCaffrey type game. But a player that I'm also looking out for is Robbie Anderson to finally take off this season. He's been nothing short of a disappointment in the, in the fantasy realm for Carolina. Considering Cam Newton is back, I know he's kind of been going on a tear with his legs, but I'm expecting Cam Newton to open up the playbook a little bit more against a weak Miami uh, pass defense. And I'm hoping Robbie Anderson could be the guy that he looks to while um, DJ Moore pulls the defensive back one uh, on the Miami Dolphins defense. So look out for Robbie Anderson in this game. Xavier Howard. Uh, yeah, like it, like it. He has to, he's been getting a lot more looks here lately with uh, Cam. So yeah, great call. Uh, moving into our next game, a super tight divisional battle, man. This is going to be, it's going to be a fun game to watch. I think it's going to be a defensive game, but uh, Bengals and Steelers, what are you looking at in this game? Um, I don't think it's going to be a defensive game at all, in my opinion. Um, I think both defenses have been struggling a bit. 
Um, on both sides of the ball, I'm looking at the running backs. Uh, Joe Mixon, or I know Austin Eckler went on a tear against Pittsburgh last week uh, with all the checkdowns. He had six receptions for 65 yards. Mm-hmm. So if Joe Burrow can uh, hit Joe Mixon with a, a few a few checkdowns, I know Joe Mixon isn't your uh, your top quality receiving back, but he has been getting some targets as far as the pass game goes. So I'm looking for Joe Mixon on that side of the ball. As far as uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, Cincinnati's run defense has not been great. Najee Harris has been nothing but great this mm-hmm. season so i'm looking for both running backs to have a heck of a game um in this divisional matchup we'll say be cognizant everybody in the tab nation there are some defenders that came back for the steelers this week joe hayden is still questionable so we'll see let's do uh let's do one of our push-up bets right here on one of these receivers chase claypool i don't know what he's projected at right now but let's just go with the 12 point you going over or under uh chase claypool chase claypool i'm gonna go i'll take the over on this one Taking over. All right. Well, I was going to go over as well. So I'll take the on. under. I'll take the under. No, no, we don't have to go options. It's all right. We can agree. Um, <laughs> all right. Oh, all but right. are you, unless you're just like, oh, man, this dude's been off all season. I'm going opposite. <laughs> I almost want to, but I, I, I want to take the over on Claypool this week. All right. So we'll both go Claypool. If we're wrong, we both do our 20. Um, moving into our next game Titans versus the Patriots. First of all, let's start it off with who do you think wins this game? Because we're talking about a Patriots team being led by a rookie quarterback. Shout out to uh, Mac Jones. I can't even think of his real name right now. And it blew my mind when I found out what it was, but I got to bring it back later. But um, yeah, he's playing phenomenal. He fits the system perfectly. Who are you going with for this game? Yeah, I uh, I said it plenty of times on the Man to Man podcast, but I haven't said it here on Tab Nation. I think Tennessee is extremely overrated um, based off their record. Uh, you saw what Houston did to them. It might've been a fluke. Um, actually almost hundred percent is, was a fluke, but it did expose Tennessee for what they really are and shows that the re- record doesn't reflect, um, how, how good of a team they are. So I'm going to show, or I'm going to say new England wins this game, um, pretty easily. Mac Jones and Bill Belichick have been quiet and behind the scenes taking over that division. And I don't see anything changing here, um, while the game is in Foxborough. So I, I'm taking new England over Tennessee, watch out for Mac Jones and whatever running back they decide to start in that backfield. Shout out to uh, the uh, – who am I thinking? The Tennessee Titans. Uh, really quick, guys, uh, A.J. Brown is out for this game tomorrow. So if you have him on your fantasy lineups, take him out. He is out for tomorrow. That is already confirmed. Uh, I don't know why ESPN isn't showing it yet, but I saw the report this morning. And uh, on the other side of the ball, we have a lot of questionables. So be sure to check if you got one of those Patriots running backs, Damian Harris or Roger Stevenson, both questionable. Uh, they, they've been practicing this week, I want to say, so they might both look like they're going to play. So something to keep an eye on. But, and uh, with AJ, with AJ Brown out, if you happen to, um, run into Nick Westbrook on the waiver wire this week, um, he might be a, he might be a worthy start against New England. Yeah, man. He's going to, it's going to be a tough call. Last time we thought the same thing, man, he went out and disappointed us all with like two points or something. So hopefully he's consistent because last week he did take off. So, yeah. Moving into our next game, man, uh, you're talking about a fantasy quarterback that's just really been taking off running and running away with the running back's position because it's pissing me off. I can't get no love <laughs> with Miles Sanders. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, man, we've got the Eagles at five and six taking on the New York Giants who got – they finally have their beast back in uh, beast mode, and he had a pretty phenomenal uh, game last week on for his first game back, but Saquon Barkley is back in that backfield. So how you feel about this game? Well, Saquon was back last week, and uh, yep. he he didn't he didn't look anything like Saquon of old. Um, Ooh, this game, I'm really so. I'm I, no 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 I'm I'm looking for Jalen Hurts. He's he has the uh, the biggest to lose in this in this game and for the season moving forward. Um, Philadelphia is looking for a solidified franchise QB, and I know Jalen Hurts has a hit in him. 
And with the matchups that he's pulling for the rest of the year, this is his chance to take over that spot and go into the offseason telling Philadelphia, hey, I'm here for the long haul. So I'm looking for Jalen Hurts to break open the, the playbook against New York and, and show what he can really do in the air and on the ground. He's a very versatile quarterback, and I have him having a huge game against New York. So Jalen Hurts is my guy to watch. Yeah. Oh, Jalen Hurts and Devonta Smith, those are two names you're going to be hearing back-to-back for a long time. Oh, no doubt. So they got him in the dynasty leagues. Um, I have to disagree with you, though. Uh, for who he was playing against, and he's playing against, you know, the number one of the top-rated defenses in the league with Tampa Bay, I thought Saquaz looked pretty good, man. He was getting a lot of checkdowns. So I think this is going to be a week for him to actually show up and do a little something. The Eagles aren't a slump in the rest game, but they are giving up 106 on the ground. So something to keep an eye on there. Moving into our next game, Mr. Ashley, we are blowing through this, man. I love it. Um, we have the Falcons and the Jags, man. Ugh. This is not a, yeah, <laughs> you, you said it perfectly. This is a game I'm not looking forward to. Um, but there is one name that I do want to uh, bring up, and that is LaVisca Chenault. I know he's had kind of a disappointing year as far as fantasy-wise goes, but Urban Meyer came out and said um, the one thing to make this offense a little more explosive is to get LaVisca in the backfield. So look to, look to see LaVisca making more moves in the backfield as well as the receiving game, and he could come out and start putting up the numbers that we know he can. So watch out for LaVisca Chenault's name. Uh, going into this game against Atlanta. That's crazy that you say that because Cody said that same thing uh, on our Tuesday podcast. And I was like, man, we're going back to the Vista Sano. Now you're saying it. Now I'm like, oh, wait a minute. I mean, maybe I need to get him in my DFS lineups for this week because Atlanta isn't stopping anybody. No. So, yeah. <laughs> so they're calling out LaVisca Sano. Then that means he could have a possibly big game. Cordell Patterson is questionable in this game, but what a fantasy study he's been for everyone in that backfield for the Atlanta Falcons. Other than that, it's not much to see there. I mean, you got Kyle Pitts, who should have another phenomenal game. Jags are pretty weak against the tight ends. Well, actually, they're decent against the tight ends, so somebody to look for there, guys, for your DFS lineups if you're looking to play that game. Moving into another game that's not very sexy at all is the Jets and the Texans. Ugh. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Texans just recently let go of Philip Lindsay. They uh, released him into the market, and now it's just the David Johnson and uh, I can't even think of their backup's name. What is his name? Uh, I keep wanting to say Peyton Hillis, but he's not Peyton Hillis. No, Rex Burkhead. <laughs> Thank you, Rex Burkhead. Which they're pretty much the same running back, man. They're like they're gonna get that first down at no matter what it takes and plow yeah. it through. So, uh, what are you feeling in this game, good sir? Um, yeah, I just want to say Philip Lindsay did get picked up by Miami, by the way. Did he? Um, so yeah. Philip Lindsay is for, uh, playing for the Miami Fish team now. So um, as far as this New York-Houston game, uh, one player to keep an eye on both sides of the ball for New York is Elijah Moore. The rookie is starting to look like a – or has been looking like a stud um, yes. throughout the entire season. He's showing that he's ready for the NFL level. He is an 85 PFF grade, second among all wide receivers, uh, 336 yards um, in the last four weeks, which is fifth. Amongst wide receivers, and he has four TDs in the past four weeks, uh, averaging a TD a game. This man is on a fantasy tear. As far as Houston side of the ball, um, it's still going to be somewhat of a committee type running back uh, system with Rex Burkhead and David Johnson. But I'm kind of excited about David Johnson, to be honest with you. Um, I know he is kind of, his tickers starting to to run down a bit. I know he's starting to get old. Um, he's not nearly the athlete he used to be, but. I want to see David Johnson start to um, open up a little bit more, especially against New York. So he could be a sneaky pick this week uh, in the Houston run game. Ooh. So really quick, before we leave this game, Zach Wilson should be back to start this week. Are you yep. still comfortable with starting Elijah Moore with Zach Wilson at quarterback? Absolutely. Awesome. It's, awesome. it's a guy that Zach Wilson is going to need to get the ball uh, in the hands of. So 
Yo, it is finally, it is legit rivalry week all across the board for me. Today, my uh, Florida State Seminoles are taking on the Florida Gators. And then coming up tomorrow, my uh, Denver Broncos are taking again, uh, taking on our divisional rivals, the Los Angeles Chargers. Shout out to my dude, Scott. That's his team. So, uh, hey, man, it's going to be a battle. We're, we're not slouches. We're not the best team, but we're going to go out there and fight. And I love it, how scrappy we are. And uh, But fantasy relevance. What are you thinking, good sir? Um, as far as Los Angeles at Denver goes, um, uh, to pick a guy on each side of the ball, uh, I really want to go Javante uh, Williams for the Denver Broncos. Listen, I know before we get into the whole uh, Melvin Gordon, Javante Williams no, scenario, um, Javante Williams uh, has the highest percentage of total rushing yards on runs 15-plus yards or more. Um, he's first and, uh, second is Jonathan Taylor. So that shows that Javante Williams has the run game. Um, he's, he's sticking neck and neck with Jonathan Taylor in this stat line. And it shows that as any running back in the game, he knows what it takes to, uh, to move the sticks. So mm -hmm. I'm looking for them to open up Javante Williams a little bit more, um, try to keep the legs of Melvin Gordon healthy for a bit, at least, um, he is an old veteran, but, uh, at the same time, he could still, he could still pound the ball in the end zone. So. Um, I'm looking for Javante Williams to have a good game against Los Angeles on the other side of the ball. I think it's still going to be Austin Eckler. Uh, they're starting to use him more and more as games go by. I'm liking the usage I see from Austin Eckler as far as the, the passing game and the run game goes. Um, he scored four touchdowns last week. I'm not saying he's going to have a similar type game this week, but I still want Austin, I, I'm still looking for Austin Eckler to have a hell of a game. I will say this. Don't forget who Melvin Gordon played for before he went to Denver and they released him because they didn't believe in him. Yeah, maybe it's a revenge type game. Exactly. It could be, yeah. It could be, but I still like Javante Williams a bit more. Oh, I love Javante Williams. Don't get me wrong, man. He's going to be yeah. phenomenal. And uh, shout out to everybody in the Tav Dynasty League who won't let me get him. You guys are major assholes because they're doing it on purpose. Like everybody's passing him around, yeah. all around me, and he won't just come home. He just needs to come yeah. home. <laughs> come on, baby. But uh, yeah, moving into our next game, shout out to, like I said, Scott, uh, my Broncos are going to tax that ass tomorrow, I hope, I don't know, we'll see. Um, Rams versus Packers, That's this should be a fun game, man. We should get some scoring in this game. Uh, what are you looking at in this one? Yeah, I love the matchup. I love uh, Matt Stafford going up against Aaron Rodgers. Um, not that Matt Stafford has to do it two times a year anymore, but I know Matthew Stafford's looking for some type of revenge after what uh, Aaron Rodgers has done to the Lions in the past few years. So it's definitely going to be some sort of a revenge game for Matt Stafford, try to get one on Aaron Rodgers. Uh, both offenses look great um, as far as the past couple of weeks goes. I'm expecting this to be a high-scoring game because both defenses aren't the greatest defenses in the NFL, and both quarterbacks know how to um, exploit a defense. So I'm looking for this to be a back-and-forth between Aaron Rodgers and Matt Stafford. Yes, and I'm telling you right now, I'm calling it. Hey, I will take another 20 push-ups. Odell Beckham over 12 points. What are we doing? Oh, I'm going under on that. Ooh, here we go. Another 20 right here. Cause I'm Are you writing up. these down? I'm not right. I was about to ask you the same thing. Do you have a pen and pencil ready? Or I, don't. I don't. I either. don't. I could write it in my phone notes, though. Hold up. All right. Because so I want to make sure we have this. We both have Claypool going over 12 points. All right, man. So uh, I think this is going to be the week. Matthew Stafford and Odell get it together. Robert Woods went to IR. Um, looking at the Green Bay side of the ball, man, it's just, I don't know. I don't know who we're going to get. Uh, this is going to have to be a Devontae Adams kind of game, but we got we get a battle that we don't usually get to talk about, man. We get to see our guy Jalen Ramsey take on old um, Devontae Adams, man. It's going to be a battle to see. So, Besides that, though, I'm really liking MBS. Um, 
Mar- Marquez Valdez Scantling is so fast. I've never seen how fast he actually is until last week after he put a, a 75 yard TD on one play against us. That man is wicked fast and knows how to find open rooms. So with Devontae Adams stuck on Jalen Ramsey um, doing Adams Ramsey type things, I think MVS has a sneaky game in this game. Or tomorrow, I like it and I like it a lot. Moving into your Minnesota Vikings, take them to San Francisco 49ers. Hit me with it, brother. Yeah, so this is going to be, I, I think this is the, the game to watch as far as uh, playoff scenarios go. Uh, both these teams are looking to head for that top wild card favorite uh, slot. Uh, both teams are coming to this five to five. They're already, they're both finally showing that they're good football teams. San Francisco uh, has been picking it up the past couple of weeks. So has Minnesota opening up the playbook a bit more. Um, so this might be a back and forth matchup. This is really going to show you how the playoffs are, or how the playoffs will be formed between these two teams. Um, I like both, both of them coming into this week. Um, but I think unfortunately San Francisco might have the edge a bit considering it's in Santa Clara. Um, and Jimmy Garoppolo has all of his weapons to his disposal and is healthy. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how Mike Zimmer's defense can adjust to, um, George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk, and uh, Debo Samuel coming into this game. But if Minnesota's defense is on point, I'm seeing Kirk Cousins, just, Justin Jefferson, or Adam Thielen all day. I love it. And uh, 49ers are committed to that run game now. They've been running, in, I think, at least the last two weeks, 40 times in each game. Yeah. That's the um, thing, though. Everyone was expecting A.J. Dillon to have a solid week last week. And uh, he didn't – I mean, he put it, He still put up like 84 yards, but didn't put up a touchdown. Minnesota's run defense has been pretty stingy. But we are without Everson Griffin this week. Um, our entire de- defensive line is on backup. So San Francisco could potentially get that run game um, going against us. DFS, DFS, DFS. Listen, listen. So really quick, looking at the Dalvin Cook and Elijah Mitchell comparison, it's crazy how close they are. You know, Dalvin Cook has about 200 more yards than him, but he also has at least 40 more carries than him. And uh, the TDs are just about the same. Four TDs for Dalvin Cook, three TDs for Elijah Mitchell, 734 yards for Dalvin Cook, 560 yards for Elijah Mitchell, who just started, you know, he started later in the season. But uh, I don't know, going forward for our dynasty owners out there, Elijah Mitchell might be a true great pickup to do uh, the trade. Oh, absolutely. Mitchell, they, San Francisco loves everything about Mitchell. Mitchell's a nitty-gritty runner. Um, really ground and pound, and he's quick on his feet, super elusive, very versatile. Elijah Mitchell has it all um, in the San Francisco run game, and the, the the coaches are seeing that, and they're finally giving him the opportunity to um, show, uh, give him a little bit of spotlight. So Awesome. Sunday night game, man. we got another divisional rivalry going on. The Cleveland Browns sitting at 6-5. and five. Baltimore Ravens sitting at 7-3. and three. Lamar Jackson had a week off, man. That's going to be very, very sexy for uh, whoever has Lamar on their team because he was out last week. He gets pretty much fresh legs coming back this week. Um, Baker Mayfield, he is what he is at this point. Uh, he's not going to be a, the gunslinger. He's just going to get the job done. He's going to be a, speaking of which, he's going to be a Joe Flacco. But for instead of for Baltimore, he's going to be for the Cleveland Browns. And that can get you a Super Bowl. So thoughts on this game? Yeah, uh, Lamar Jackson has historically been well prime time. Um, Lamar Jackson is, and coaches are saying he's 120% playing in this game. So Lamar Jackson will be back, fresh legs against a very, very mediocre Cleveland defense. They've been mediocre at best um, on and off all season. So I'm looking for Lamar Jackson to absolutely light it up. If Marquise Brown does play, look for Marquise Brown to have those those five, six targets down the field. Um, He could potentially have a great game. If not, look out for uh, Mark Andrews and Rashad Bateman. Uh, Because I think this is going to be an airtime or 
air raid type of offense for Baltimore coming in against Cleveland. I think Lamar Jackson is is licking his lips ready for this matchup. Hell yeah, man. This is going to be a fun one. Uh, Nick Chubb is back in this game. So they're going to have to control the clock. They're going to have to control the clock and keep Lamar off the field. So they're going to try to run the ball as much as they can. They're not going to rely on Baker Mayfield. But uh, yeah, so who are you taking that game? I'm taking Baltimore uh, by 14. Whoa, blowout central. That's that, In the NFL, that's a blowout to me. I don't know, 14. It's not that bad, but it's bad. All right, so there you go. I'm going Baltimore as well. Uh, shout out to my boy Boone. That's his team. Last game on the slate. Good, sir. And we are wrapping this thing up. Seattle Seahawks versus the Washington football team. Weird kind of Monday night game, to be honest. But uh, I, I, I could have sworn they – oh, no, that's for next week. Never mind. Where he's got yeah. flex. Yeah, the Washington game gets yeah. flex next week. Yeah, no, it's the Seattle game that gets flexed next week. Yeah, you're not watching. Yeah, Seattle. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, you're yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Um, coming into this game, Russell Wilson has been extremely slow coming off of injury uh, as far as the passing game goes. Um, so I'm looking him to look at Washington's defense um, and try to do something with TD Lock and DK Metcalf. Like it, Russell Wilson, I understand he's coming off a big finger injury in his throwing hand. Um, is completely stitched up. It looked raw coming into his first game back, uh, but he still did it anyways. And the rushing game has not been looking good for Seattle. So if Seattle wants to make anything of this season, um, which it doesn't really look like they can do much, I'm expecting Russell Wilson to have a heck of a game. But on the other side of the ball, I got to show love to Taylor Heineke. I've had him in my sick call in the past three weeks, um, but Seattle's defense is nothing but mediocre this season. Taylor Heineke has to come into this matchup and show Washington that he, he potentially could be um, a potential starter or at least a reliable backup uh, in the future. So I'm, I'm looking for both quarterbacks to try to, to show what they have for the rest of the season. Yes, sir. Um, Washington is giving up 122 yards on the ground. Antonio Gibson looked really good last week, and he's looking like he's getting healthier, which is weird to say going into the later part of the season. But um, both these teams, like you said, their defenses are very, very uh, – they're very, very pass friendly and run friendly. They're Swiss yeah. cheese to say the least. Ha ha ha. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> yeah, my brother, it's been a fantastic cast, man. We got to blow through this schedule. We will get the start sit uh, question there up for you guys that need to know who to start and who to sit this coming weekend. Uh, other than that, man, closing remarks. Uh, yeah, absolutely. It could be a great week. Um, a lot of weird matchups, especially with uh, terrible teams going against each other and then good teams like the Packers and Rams going against each other. Playoff hopes for Minnesota, San Francisco. Lamar Jackson's back against a terrible Cleveland defense. So this this week could uh, look a lot better than it is right now, but I'm excited for this 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 football week. Word to my man. You still are in. will always be my favorite redhead, my guy. So Yes, sir. Appreciate you having me. Next week, and uh, we are out. Peace. This has been another Angry Vets broadcast. Check, check it out.